This week on The Swear Wolves, we are discussing two movies that take place on the best night of the year. WNUF Halloween Special and Tales of Halloween. Boys and girls of every age, wouldn't you like to see something strange? Come with us and you will see the saw town of Halloween. Werewolves Horror Podcast, the podcast that discusses all things horror. I'm Brett. I'm David. David, how are you? I'm excited, man. It's almost Halloween. It's this is the time of year that we look most forward to. It's the best. The only shitty thing about it is, is when Halloween's over. Do you get the post-Halloween blues? I do, and not because my life changes so much. It's just that everybody else kind of falls out of. Yeah. The horror thing. Everybody's into Thanksgiving and Christmas is the big, next big holiday, right? Yeah. Christmas. I mean, Thanksgiving is a big holiday too, but it's not like decorations and shit like that. Christmas is like, like that. Like I was at the Home Depot. Yeah. They already got all the Christmas stuff out. All yeah. the Halloween stuff's gone. All the Halloween stuff's been regulated. <laughs> and it's been gone for weeks. Like a, a small thing. <laughs> yeah. And they got Christmas trees out and everything, which I like Christmas too. I like Christmas decorations. Christmas is yeah a, a good time of year. Like, like I've always said. From October 1st to January 1st is like my favorite time of year. Yeah, me too. I like the fall. Uh, I like the Christmas in the weather <laughs> when you're not in Arizona. Um, but I like the like that it starts getting cooler outside. I like the holidays that we have because we have, you know, Thanksgiving's great too for, you know, if you're a football fan mm-hmm. and you're a food fan. Yeah. <laughs> which and, I point really like, and the weather here is awesome that time of year. Yeah. And, um, but as far as like horror goes, like Halloween time, like from September to October 31st, everybody's all about horror movies. Look on social media. People are like, oh, the 30 day movie challenge, yeah. which I laugh at <laughs> because literally this last week I was thinking about it. They're like, oh, you got to watch a horror movie a day. I mean, I probably did watch. I do watch something horror related every day. Yeah, same. At least one thing. <laughs> Um, sometimes it's a short film. Sometimes it's a, a regular film. But I seriously watched six, seven. I watched like 10 horror films this last week. <laughs> and only six of them were because of this that podcast. That we're going to talk about? Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, probably similar here. But I'm with you, man. Like the day after Halloween is always like a really sad day for me. Like I'm not a November 1st fan. Because yeah. it's like you're taking all your stuff down. You're putting it away. And you're like, oh, I'll see you next year. Yeah. Taking down the Skeleton. decorations. Yeah. Now, as far as inside my house goes, you know, we still decorate the inside, but a lot of that stuff will stay up. Like likewise in your house, a lot of the stuff are yeah. just staples in my house yeah, anyway. Exactly. So it's like, well, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. all that's these not, little chashkis. That's not Halloween decoration. That's that is art, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is my house. Yeah, this is just what my house looks like. <laughs> so 
and and I also have a separate room that has like all my horror memorabilia and um, you know figures and yeah. everything horror in, in layer. That room. Yeah, my layer. Um, so that that part about it sucks, but I do like October. I do like Halloween. I like Halloween movies. Um, I like obviously horror movies, but um, it's really hard when you're doing a Halloween type theme movie uh, show. <laughs> to th- come up with Halloween movies that we're going to review because we, we talked about this for quite a while. Actually, Yeah, we did. We were debating <laughs> and uh, I believe we were at, uh, we were at mad monster over a couple of cocktails. We were discussing, all right, should we do any movies in the Halloween series? Yeah. Cause that'd be the easy way to go. Like yeah. I just review John Carpenter's Halloween and, yeah. and, and pick another one and yeah. done. Yeah. But I think what I had said to you was, John Carpenter's Halloween, like, really, is there much else that needs to be said about that movie that <laughs> we can add? Yeah, b- no. Besides our opinion on... And I think people who listen probably already know, uh, <laughs> we like that movie. <laughs> yeah, It's, <laughs> it's going to get a good rating. Yeah. But, um, so we picked a couple of movies um, that we hadn't seen yet. Had you seen either? I'd seen one of them. Tales of Halloween? No, I'd seen the other one. You've seen WNUF? Yeah. Okay. But I saw it a few years ago, probably shortly after it came out, but I did not remember much of anything about it. Okay. And I had seen probably the first third of Tales, Tales of, of Halloween. Tales of Halloween? Okay. So I hadn't seen all the stories. So uh, yeah, so we're going to review a couple of these movies. The WNUF Halloween special will be the first one that we talk about. Now, this movie is on Shutter right now. So if you're listening to this... Go check it out on Shutter, or don't listen to our review, and then you, you can make, make the, a decision. You can make the decision. <laughs> You're an adult. Also, if you haven't seen it, I mean, you know, I don't need to say this. We're going to spoil everything about it because <laughs> that's um, what we do. <laughs> but the WNUF Halloween special. This was directed by lots of people and written by lots of people, but the main person is who I'm going to mention. Chris LaMartina directed and wrote this movie. I think he came up with the concept. Yeah. Um, it stars a lot of people and no one that you've ever heard of. So I'm not going to go through the cast. No, not necessary. <laughs> <Sorry>. necessary. <laughs> I will say that it was released back in October uh, 18th of 2013. And it had a budget, according to uh, Wikipedia, a budget of $1,500. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Also, it was kind of... I, I dug... I read a little bit about how they went to releasing the yes, film. Yes, I read about that too. Yeah. And Pretty so clever. They went to like... VHS tapes are a big collecting mm-hmm. uh, thing right now. And they have been for a little while. I just became aware of it not that long ago, but people collect VHS tapes. And I understand that alone just for the box art. I think the box art on VHS tapes, we've talked about this before, is some of the best. Yeah. Um, DVDs, some of them have good art, but it's like vinyl. Right. The artwork on the vinyl alone yeah. is worth it. Whether you're going to listen to the music or not. Just bigger. Yeah. <laughs> it's just bigger and better. <laughs> exactly. Um, but the original VHS box art is some of the is some of the greatest stuff. So they went to one of these like conferences and they had VHS copies of this movie. And they would just leave them like in the bathroom. Yeah. And just kind of lay them around for people to find. Put a handwritten label on it that's a WNUF Halloween special. Yeah. So this movie is basically a recording of uh, a news broadcast mm-hmm. on Halloween. 
And my understanding too is that they also recorded over and over and over again to and like degrade the quality. So I thought that was cool too. Like that wasn't an effect. Like yeah, they did no, the, they, they actually from, did that naturally. They went from VCR to VCR and just over and just dubbed it multiple times, yeah. um, which degraded that the quality, like you said. So uh, you do get a lot of that degradation in this. <laughs> uh, it looks it looks pretty cheesy and it looks pretty uh, 1990. Well, I guess 1987. Wait, yeah, let's say yeah. Mid to late 80s. Yeah, uh, is when it takes place. So uh, WNUF is the name of the network, uh, hence the title WNUF Halloween Special. Uh, it's their nightly news broadcast on Halloween where we meet uh, the two hosts of the news, the anchors, and they're doing uh, various different stories. Now, this whole thing plays like a recording. Like you put a tape in the VCR, you hit record, you get commercials. Um, you get the news program, you get some fast forwarding <laughs> yeah. throughout it. So someone's controlling it as you're watching it, they're fast forwarding it. So it's not, it's and that's not like the like only a, thing that kind of takes you out of it that it's a movie is the fast forwarding stuff. But I mean, I get why they did it. Yeah. But like, I don't know if about you. I mean, I, I haven't watched any of my, well, I don't even have it. It's all at my parents' house, but like old VHS tapes. I remember like, as I got older, you would like go back and watch ones from like when you were a kid and I remember, you know, you had the remote thing where you could cut out the commercials if you wanted to. And I remember as a kid, I would always be pissed when I'd watch one that the commercials were there. And I'm like, oh, I got to fast forward through the commercials. Yeah. And the older I got, I was like, those are the ones that I liked. It's like, no, I'm going to watch the commercials. Watch the commercials. Like, yeah, oh, some, I remember this one. Sometimes I'll go on YouTube. And, and watch you, old commercials. And you can watch old commercials. Like I was showing my kids. Or the other thing I'll do is watch um, the intros to like old cartoons. Like uh, there was a cartoon I used to watch back in the day called Brave Star. Brave star, brave eyes star. The, eyes of the hawk, ears of the wolf. Brave, <laughs> brave star, strength brave star. of a bear, speed of a puma. <laughs> yeah, I remember that show. So I, w- I, I was showing my kids <laughs> some of these old cartoon intros, and they were not interested whatsoever. Uh, but I was like in heaven. I was like, this is fuck gummy bears. Gummy, gummy bears, bouncing here and there and everywhere. everywhere. Yes. I love gummy bears. They are the gummy bears. bears. They are the gummy bears. <laughs> I like how you did a little pelvic thrust there. <laughs> I gotta hit that high note. Uh, gotta move the balls a little bit to hit that falsetto. I think the the thing about TV when when we were growing up in in the eighties, um, I guess even back to the seventies, was you had those like theme songs. Yeah, and you had and the Ninja Turtles and the Cowboys and Moo Mesa and all yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you had all of that stuff, and they and they would tell you the whole plot. <laughs> like you wouldn't even. There was never like an origin episode. It was just like, this, this is what happened. Is the Cowboys of Moon Mesa? Here's the whole story. This is how they became whatever they were. Uh, Ninja Turtles was the same way. It was like in that intro, you saw everything. Like the first episode wasn't like how they became the Ninja Turtles. <laughs> the first episode was probably like, "Hey Donatello, we gotta get some pizza." <laughs> yeah, and then Raphael just being an asshole. <laughs> yeah. Leonardo was always the leader. Was he your favorite? No, oh, okay. Michelangelo. Michelangelo doesn't say that. He yeah. was like pretty much everybody's. Favorite. Leonardo was always like the. Oh come on! Why do you, why do we invite this geek to the party? <laughs> Fucking Buzz Killington. <laughs> yeah. All right, Leonardo. I guess we'll go save the day. <laughs> Raphael was a dick, but at least he was down to party. Yeah, yeah. He was kind of funny. He was just Donatello was just smart, geeky. Yeah. But Leonardo was a buzzkill. <laughs> um. So yeah. So it plays out like like you're watching this recording and the other thing too is that i think we don't get much of these days now i don't watch a lot of local television 
But back in the day when you only had like five channels and you didn't have cable, there was a lot of local commercials. Yeah. And locally made commercials. Like there was a local business like Bob's Auto Body. Yeah. Come on down to Bob's Auto Body. <laughs> yeah. And it was uh, just, you know, they got their uncle with a camcorder and they bought some airtime <laughs> for however much. And they yeah. were able to air their commercials. Yeah, maybe throw some shitty graphics on there. Yeah. The, the Car- phone number. Carpet commercials was another big one that I remember. And they had some carpet yeah, commercials. Yeah, the carpet in commercials here. in this one. Yeah, that, that brought me back. I was like, oh, yeah, I remember carpet commercials. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Besides 588-2300. Empire. Today. Today. <laughs> that guy's dead. I know. He's dead. R.I.P. Carpet. Empire. Carpet, carpet guy. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if he was like the owner or if he was just he like a guy they hired. I think he, was, he had a great voice. Though. He did today. Today we install all your carpet same day. Blah 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 blah. Call and we us. talk sexy. And we talk like this. You pay a sexual talk dirty. <laughs> Two dollars the first minute. Forty five. <laughs> what was it? Uh, they had some one nine hundred commercials in here too. Like <laughs> called one nine hundred monster or for uh, like a there was like a sex line. It was one. Yeah, yeah. it's funny when that came on. My wife was like, it reminded us like late night TV. There's one that comes on called S Babes all the time. It's yes, like, S Babes. <laughs> Talk to girls who look like children. Like yeah. I feel disgusting <laughs> every time I see this commercial. I'm like, oh, it's so gross. I do. <laughs> Not that long ago, my wife and I were watching TV and one of those commercials came on and I was like, this is still a thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. People still call this like, like the internet. You is can the, get it yes, for free. Yeah, it's 2020, man. Like, yeah. uh, you could talk just, sex with somebody. I mean, they might not be a female, <laughs> yes. but you could talk it with them anybody. for free Yeah, and get off <laughs> basic plot. If there is a plot. So you're watching this news program and the nightly news is setting up for the hour-long special that's going to happen after the nightly news, which is when the yeah Frank Stewart, Frank Stewart, name, who's one of the anchors, yeah, one of the yeah news guys, and he's going to go to this haunted house, and they're going to do a séance. Yeah, he's got some paranormal experts with him. We're very reminiscent of uh, the Warrens. The Warrens, yeah, yeah. Uh, Lorraine and uh, Ed Warren. Was it? Ed? Yeah, his yeah. Ed. Um, are probably who they base these two people on, but they're going to go do a seance at this house and uh, try to see if they can contact because 20 years prior back in the sixties, some kid legend has it found a Ouija board and killed his parents. And so they're like, well, we're going to do a seance and see if we can contact anybody. That's the story. There you go. What'd you think? (laughs) There's a lot to this movie that, I, we, we it's can't. like there is and there isn't because there's yes. a lot of the movie is commercials. Dude, this I, I will say this about this movie. This movie is not that long. It's probably no. like 90 minutes, but yeah. it feels like it's long. Yeah. I mean, not to get ahead of myself, but there's too many commercials. There's too many. The first couple of commercial breaks, uh, I was having a lot of fun. And then after a while, I was like, all right, yeah. all right. I, I was get, done with it. I get it. Just let's, let's get on with the plot. Yeah. But the, yeah, the actual plot, there's not a whole hell of a lot that happens. I mean, they go into the house. Some haunted shit happens. Yeah. So one other thing that we should mention, um, well, this this will kind of like give away what happens. But in the news story or in the news program, they're doing like various different, you know, whatever stories, Halloween themed stories or whatever. And there's this group of, I guess, religious people who are like. Halloween is it's the, the devil's of, birthday yeah, it's or the it's devil's the, birthday. It's the night of the devil and you guys are all going to hell. And it's 
I forget what the name of the group is, like Harvest. Harvest, yeah. yeah. And they're kind of protesting the show, and like I think they even interrupted at one point. Yeah. And they have to like wrestle somebody off the camera. So they set that up in the in the news program because they do a news story about them. Okay. Which, so that segment was kind of funny. So then we go to where we're doing the seance, and we got the the couple, the the they're not the Warrens, what are they? The Bergers. We got Dr. Lewis Berger and Claire Berger and their cat. <laughs> and their cat. I like uh, the guy who's interviewing him. He's like, uh, Claire, has anybody ever called you Claire the Clairvoyant? And there's just this awkward pause. And she's like, no. And then he says to the doctor, he goes, uh, Lewis, oh. can I call you Lewis? And he goes, I'd prefer Dr. Berger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which, you know what? If I was a doctor, if I had worked that hard to become a doctor, yeah, like, yeah. I don't know what kind and of doctor. And you're not um, like a personal level with the person. Yeah. I'd be like, no, you're going to call me doctor. Like, because I worked my ass off and I owe $500,000 to a college. (laughs) (laughs) And I like uh, Frank, uh, when he's introduced to the cat, he's like, oh, that is a very pretty pussy. Yeah, he's he's not really this great reporter, this uh, Frank guy, because he's like... (laughs) He's like an asshole. Yeah, he's kind of snarky and like he's asking people what they think and he's kind of ripping on some of the like people that are Answers. just there that just want to be on TV. Yeah. And I like when they tell the story about how the kid, you know, supposedly killed his family. Like when they cut back to them, like he asks like a person, I think the guy's in like a Dracula costume or something. He's mm-hmm. like, hey, so what do you think? And he's like, someone died in this house? And the guy just stares blankly for like five <laughs> seconds. And I literally like, I laughed out loud at that part. I thought that was pretty yeah, funny. That was pretty funny. <laughs> um, so the the Bergers go in with their cat, and their cat has ESP. They say, and they <laughs> use this cat to determine if there's ghostly presence. Um, and the cat jumps out of the the wife's arms and upstairs, and they go chasing after it. While the cat they find dead, <laughs> it's all mangled. Uh huh. And uh, they're like, "Fuck this! You killed our cat. We're out of here." And then they leave and. Then uh, Frank and the cameraman and this priest that they have there, uh, Father Joseph Matheson, he's they're like locked in the basement where the murders happened. Yeah. And they got him there because supposedly he could perform an exorcism if they needed to. Yeah. Because they're like, he goes, uh, oh, you're a priest. You guys do exorcism. And he's like, yeah, we learn all that stuff in priest school. In preschool. <laughs> Come to find out, it's not a real priest. It's an actor. Yeah, he's an actor. And he's like, I'm just an actor. Because he gets too scared. And then the Frank's, the reporter's like... Do the exorcism. Do the exorcism. Just fucking do it, you fucking asshole. (laughs) It's like, I'm an actor. Um, But they get locked in the basement. And then they come out. Well, come to find out, it's Harvest that is fucking with everybody. Mm -hmm. They're they're hiding in this house. And to like... uh, teach everybody a lesson i guess they're gonna kill everybody so they proceed to kill everybody and then cut out frank's tongue yeah that's pretty much the the movie movie. (laughs) (laughs) um like david said like if you if you take out all the commercials it's probably like 40 minutes long Um, yeah if that because the commercials are like half of the movie and the segments and and some of the commercials are pretty good and then there's uh there's like a movie or a TV show commercial for a show called Doggone It about a dog. I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, it was like a it was like a movie. Yeah, yeah, like Doggone It. Week. Yeah, and just like when Katie, uh, Katie, uh, you know, Phillips is a working class woman, and she uh-huh. gets stopped by a dog some mm-hmm. one day, and she's going to get more than she's barking for, <laughs> like little just stupid yeah. cheesy shit like that. But I remember that show. Doggone It. I specifically remember it when I would go to my dad's house. My dad didn't have cable. And I'd go to my dad's house for like the summer and he'd be at work. My stepmom would be at work and I'd just turn through the like local <laughs> channels watching whatever bullshit was on there. 
and their local commercials were just like that. Yeah. It was like the Sunday movie and it was like the little rascals and <laughs> shit like that. And like just the announcer's voice, like it was very yeah. much like that, but it got annoying after a while in this movie. Mm-hmm. And I, so let's just get to the, our reviews of it. I personally was kind of excited for this movie. Cause you had told me the basic plot of it. And I started watching it. And I was like, Oh, this is cool. After about 20 minutes, I was like, I'm, I'm checked out. Mm-hmm. Like, shit, something's got to happen. Yeah. It took a long time to get to that. It was slow. It was boring. And the commercials, like you said before, like, okay, I get it. We have, we're doing commercial parodies. <laughs> um, he had the Chris Larma, La Martina had different directors direct different segments and different commercials. And I appreciated some of them, but man, after a while, it's like enough is enough. Yeah. So I don't know. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I would agree. Um, I, so I said I'd seen this movie before, but I didn't remember very much of it, but I remembered I I really liked it and I thought it was a lot of fun. So when I watched it this time, I was very excited also. And like when the first like commercial break happened, I was like, all right, here we go. And then much like you said, I found myself getting bored. I found I found myself daydreaming uh, towards the end. Like as stuff started happening, I didn't really care. There's a movie called. Have you ever seen a movie called Ghost Watch? Uh-uh. It's a really similar type movie. Maybe we'll do that one sometime. Okay. Ghost Watch is better, but it's kind of the same thing where it's like a fake news broadcast involving mm-hmm. a haunted house. I liked some of the commercials. Like there was one. Uh, there was like about doing drugs. It was kind of like one of those say no to yes. drugs types commercials, and that was kind of fun. It was like a. I think it was like a spin the bottle kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. that was funny. There was a tampon commercial mm-hmm. that, that made me laugh. Good. That was yeah. pretty funny. Like she's like really she's playing tennis. At tennis. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. like it's my tampon. And then, yeah, exactly. And then her friend gives her one, and no, apparently so, she inserts it. Yeah. <laughs> then she's like really good I can, at tennis. I can play tennis now. <laughs> Serena Williams over here. <laughs> oh, that was kind of funny. Um, and then there was some fun stuff that happened in the movie, like uh, during the seance, they're taking phone calls from listeners yeah. and there's a person who says uh yeah i was wondering if uh, you could call my dead grandmother and call her a bitch <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it was just <sighs> but overall i mean it's very cheesy but i i found the movie to be kind of charming but it outwears its welcome pretty quick. pretty quickly um i gave it a two yeah that's what i gave it to okay um i i think i love the idea yeah i love the idea of something I guess what I like the idea more of is, and it started my brain working and I started like coming up with my own ideas on what I would do. And I came up with an idea. I'll have to share it with you off, (laughs) off mic, but I like the idea of something, somebody finding a VHS tape at one of these, like the backstory behind Mm -hmm. how they marketed this, finding a VHS tape at one of these conventions and putting it in and it being labeled one thing or thinking it's one thing. And it's like, a recording of something that happened on TV, but it's like unexplainable. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, what the fuck are we watching? Have you ever heard this story? The Max Hedrum story? Kind of. I remember the movie. No, it's it's not. It doesn't have to do with the actual Max Hedrum. Mm -hmm. It was in Chicago or somewhere in the surrounding area in the eighties. All of a sudden in the middle of like a news broadcast or something, a pirate, signal oh. came in and it was some guy in a max headroom yes i do remember this yeah he's like whipping somebody and he's like i do yeah i remember that now yeah that to me 
is one of the most fascinating, creepy <laughs> things that ever happened. Now, it wasn't anything like nobody died. It wasn't like uh, that dude who shot himself on television. Right. What was that guy's name? Bud Dwyer. Bud Dwyer. Or Bud Dwyer. Don't ever look that up. Or if you do, let me know. Yeah. Because it burned in your brain <laughs> forever. Burned in your brain forever. But anyway, it wasn't like that. But it was just creepy that someone was able to able to do it. I mean, that like getting past like the FCC security systems and like I mean that's highly illegal. Yeah. Oh yeah. And you go to jail, <laughs> prison, um, for doing that. Um, but it's just it's just really fascinating and really interesting. And so th- the idea of doing that with a movie and like f- someone finding a VHS tape and finding that right, like that's just really fucking cool yeah that would be cool but um the execution i think was poor i also think that they were trying to be like really funny and it almost got too much right yeah where it's not scary or suspenseful at all yeah it ends up becoming a comedy but Mm -hmm. not funny enough to be a comedy yeah it just doesn't really work no on any level no um it it it's good for nostalgia i guess like for those of us who remember that time like, it's like, oh, wow, this is exactly how it was <laughs> for, for anybody who's like a millennial. Yeah. They're, they're going to be bored to tears. They're going to be like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah. What's an arcade? <laughs> well, I guess they know hey, now. Just in the arcade commercial, they had space paranoids, which that's a nod to Tron. Oh, is it? Yeah. That's the game that uh, oh, okay. he creates in Tron. Okay. I didn't, I was trying to look, they had a gaunt. I thought they were playing a gauntlet. Yeah, there was a gauntlet in there too. <laughs> the no, next. they didn't show a space paranoids, uh, but like when they were scrolling, like all the, uh, all the games that you could play at their arcade, it said pit space. That paranoid. was, that was oh, one okay. that was there. Yeah. The ones that they showed them playing was a gauntlet. I saw that. That was yeah. the only one. Did you ever play gauntlet? Yeah. Uh, the arcade, not as much. I mean, I played something, but the, the Nintendo NES. game. Oh yeah. yeah. I used to rent that all the time. I just remember, like, when you pick up the food, it'd be like, oh, like, oh yeah, make a weird noise. Yeah. And w- didn't like when you would die, when they'd be like, <laughs> it was like wasn't it a weird noise when yeah, you would die? Something like that. <laughs> yeah. So two heads, it averages out to two heads. Um, I mean, watch it. Yeah, or don't. Whatever. Yeah. If you're if it's Halloween and you've seen the Halloween movie so many times, then yeah, maybe, maybe you give this one a it. shot. Yeah. Before we get into the next film, one thing that we did uh, a couple weeks ago. Well, David, why don't I let you explain this? So back when we did the episode on House on Haunted Hill and 13 Ghosts, uh, and we had mentioned that I had gotten some uh, original from 1960 uh, ghost viewers slash ghost removers. They almost look like 3D glasses, but it's flat. Um, but anyway, I had uh, some extras um, and so I gave one to Brett, gave one to my dad, and then we actually had another one left over. So we did a giveaway and the idea was if you would drop us a review wherever you listen to podcasts and just shoot us over a screenshot, uh, we would enter you into a drawing. So, uh, we did the drawing and we do have a winner and her name is Brittany. Brittany. Yeah. Congratulations, Brittany. Um, she, uh, reached out to us on Twitter. Uh, I'm not going to share her handle cause her uh, page is private or locked. So we will respect your <laughs> privacy, but we will reach out to you, uh, get your address and uh, get that on its way to you. So congratulations. Thanks for the review and thanks for supporting the show. Definitely. Thank you for that review. All the reviews help. So if you're listening now, we don't have a contest going on right now, but if you wanted to go yeah. leave us a review right now, we'll wait, <laughs> do it. All right. Thanks for leaving us that review. Um, we really appreciate it. It helps get us up there so people uh, will start uh, seeing us when they when they open up their um, 
their podcast app. If they I guess. search horror or whatever, we're not you know on page ten. <laughs> get bumped up a little I bit. We, I wonder what we are. I don't know because I, I, if I search it, we come up because yeah, like I subscribe. Yeah, and we don't have horror in the title, so that probably also we don't and we don't say the Swearwolves Horror Podcast. It's just called the Swearwolves. <laughs> Ow. Ow. What's the show called again? <laughs> Ow. <laughs> the Swearwolves? Well, I always refer to us as yeah, the Swearwolves I mean, Horror Podcast. Yeah, yeah. Podcast that discusses all things yeah. horror. But our official title is just the Swearwolves. Well, I'm going to change that. <laughs> no, we, but like for tags? Like can you put tags in there for like horror? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we have that in there. Oh, yeah. You'll still find us. Yeah. Huh. Anyway. David's got some explaining to do later. Because, like, every horror podcast has horror in the yeah, title. that's true. I wanted to be original. Yeah. No disrespect to you. <laughs> By being original, we're, uh, we're relegated to the 10th page, though. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I want a horror podcast. The Swearwolves, that's not horror. <laughs> Next. It's like, a, is that in Spinal Tap, uh, where they're like, we were originally called The Originals, uh, but we found out there was another band called The Originals, so they, we had to change our name, so, and we became The New Originals. <laughs> <laughs> I love that movie. Uh, that's a good one. That's a good one. I haven't seen that as much as I've seen like um, other ones like, um, that they've done, like uh, Best in Show. Best in Show. I think I've Mighty seen Wind, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. We've talked about that so many times on this <laughs> podcast. It's funny. Um, all right. So the second film that we watched uh, was Tales of Halloween. Now this movie was released on. I'm gonna. I'm not going through who directed the oh, movie because it's so much. There's so many. As we talk about, okay. So there's ten stories. It's an anthology. There's 10 stories. We'll talk about each story because I don't know about you, but what I did was I rated each story. Oh, you know what? I did not do and that. And then I averaged it all, and that's how Let's I got see. my rating. I should have done that, but that's not what I did. <laughs> well, um, but I, I did write, like, I liked this one, this one, man. Yeah. So I also wrote who wrote and directed all these. So as we go nice. through the stories, look at you. Um, Putting I'll, in the hard work. I'll mention. While yeah. I slack. <laughs> hard work. Um, <laughs> I will say this movie was released on October 16th of 2015. Yep. And I had never seen this movie, but I have seen the art on like, I feel like every streaming service oh, yeah. like over the years, like, yeah. and I've almost watched it a bunch of times. There's a lot of people in this ton of people movie also. So I'm not going to go through all that, but we'll just mention them right now. You got cameos from uh Felissa Rose has a real brief cameo. I barely caught her. Yeah. Yeah. I had to rewind it. Cause I'm like, I think that was her. She walked by Barbara Crampton. Oh yeah. She's in a costume. I think she's, she's in a, costume. Is she a witch costume or something. Yeah. Um, Stuart Gordon, mm-hmm. He's Joe Dante, yep. uh, Lynn Shea, Caroline Williams, Barry Bostwick, Car- yeah, Caroline Tiffany Shepis, uh, yeah, Barry Bostwick. Mm-hmm. I didn't recognize him at first. I recognized the voice. And I was yeah. like, who is that guy? Yeah, because he kind of he has makeup on. Um, along with Caroline Williams, uh, Robert Russler, who was in Nightmare on Elm Street 2, uh, he's he's the dad. Also, Sean Clark, uh, if anybody is a fan of like horror conventions or, or whatnot, you know who Sean Clark is. And he, he manages a lot of those people for their convention appearances. But he's in one of the... I saw him in the That's background. Awesome. In I did not catch him. <laughs> yeah, I saw him right away. I'm like, there's Sean. Sean Clark. Um, but anyway, he's also friends with Robert Russler, I believe. But whatever. <laughs> he, he's friends with all those guys. Uh, so there's a lot of cameos, a lot of people that I won't really go into too much. <laughs> yeah, there's um, a lot of people. But we'll go through the stories. So uh, the first segment, like I said, there's 10. So we'll try to make this a little. And they're kind of stitched together by Adrienne Barbeau, who's a DJ. That's the other thing I I forgot to mention is that, yeah, she's kind of like the fog. Yeah, she's 
reminiscent of her character in the fog but there's a lot of these movies that always have djs like there's that christmas one where william sat uh william shatner was the dj uh, oh was- yeah that we watched uh last year yeah yeah there's a always cri- a-, a christmas horror story was that the name of that one i think so i think that sounds right there's always djs yeah intertwining these stories <laughs> gotta, yeah fucking segway uh, yeah joe dirt there was a DJ, Dennis Miller. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, babe. Come hey, here. babe. I'm a douchebag. <laughs> yeah, babe. That was I, that was before he was a douchebag. <laughs> yeah, that's back when he was funny. Yeah. <laughs> Joe Dirt. Joe Dirt. That movie fucking cracks me up. It's pretty funny. I think, uh, what's his name? David Spade. I think he's fucking hilarious. David Spade's funny. I haven't, I've saw Did you I, see The Wrong Missy? No. It's on, uh, it's on Netflix. It's part of that whole Adam Sandler, like, you know, he has that deal with Netflix. So yeah. pretty much he could like get all of his boys, any movie that mm-hmm. he wants, he can get made and Netflix will give him money. But the wrong Missy is fucking hilarious. Hmm, I hadn't even heard of it. Yeah. Look that up on Netflix. All right. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> and then there's Hubie Halloween. Yeah. I haven't watched that one yet. You watch it. Yeah. I watched it. No, no, no bueno. Oh no. I thought it was funny. Oh good. Yeah. I, I wasn't going to tell you oh. anything about it in <laughs> case we wanted to review it. Oh, okay. We probably won't review it, but no, I really liked it. Oh, cool. It, Adam Sandler's character is funny, but he talk. He's uh, he very much talks like uh, the Water Boy. But it's like the Water Boy. He's got like this weird accent. Like oh okay, he's not he's not Cajun, but it's yeah. I don't know. It's just kind of he's like hey though. But everybody in that movie is fucking hilarious. He's not doing his shampoo. I go up first and clean the hair. I am conditioner. I make the hair silky and smooth. Oh, really, fool? Uh, But yeah, Hubie Halloween's good. Awesome. But the wrong Missy is also fucking funny. (laughs) I I actually like the wrong Missy better. Uh, Nick Swordson's in that, and he's always funny. He's a funny guy. Anyway, I digress. Segment one. Segment one. Sweet Tooth. This movie, uh, this segment was written and directed by Dave Parker. Um, story on this one is a kid is eating his candy. He's picking out and his, his pirate costume. His babysitter and his babysitter's boyfriend are like, oh, by the way, here's another thing about all this that pisses me off is like parents who go to parties on Halloween night and aren't hanging out with their children. Yeah. It's yeah. like, we're going to a party. You go trick or treat. See you later. Here's a babysitter. It happens in John Carpenter's Halloween. It's like, <laughs> fuck you. Why aren't you staying yeah, home with your kids? Take your kids trick-or-treating yourselves. Like, I know because of COVID... You, you lazy bastards. Your, because of COVID, you couldn't have your Halloween party this year. But Halloween falls on a Saturday. I know. And I remember asking you, like, oh, are you going to have uh, your Halloween party on Saturday? And you're like, no, because I have friends who have kids. So I'm not going to have a Halloween party on Halloween night. Yeah. Because... I'm not going to make you pick between me or your kids. Because if you pick me... I'm, I'm gonna think weird things about you. Like, yeah, it's been that day with, you your, with your kids, kids. Fuck you. Yeah, asshole. <laughs> You're not gonna be invited ever again. Yeah, I don't want to be your friend anymore. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. So it's like, fuck off. Like, why are you going to parties? Yeah, exactly. Spend time with your with spend your kids. Time with your kids. They're only kids once. Yep. They grow up so damn fast. And, and as soon as they hit 13, they're not gonna go trick or treating. You can go to all the parties you want. To. <laughs> there you go. Knock yourself out. So. Um, sweet tooth, this kid's eating his candy, his babysitter and babysitter's boyfriend are over there watching him. And, uh, they're like, Hey, don't eat all that candy. Cause if you eat it all, you're not going to have enough to leave to this fucking whatever. Sweet tooth. Yeah. <laughs> sweet tooth. <laughs> and he's like, what are you fucking talking about? And they're like, well, a few years back, there was this kid who 
parents were really mean and he'd go trick-or-treating and they wouldn't let him eat any of his candy. Yeah. This is Caroline Williams. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and they were like, he, one night he wanted to see what they were doing with the candy. So he went downstairs and he saw that they, and this is all told in flashback, Yeah, but he saw that his parents were like fucking having an orgy. It was like with a candy, candy orgy. Yeah. They're like eating all the candy, pigging out, like getting fucking. frisky. Yeah. It was gross and yeah and robert russell's like to caroline williams he's like do you want me to slide you the candy bar this <laughs> <laughs> is like just kind of gross and they're like licking like lo- 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 lollipops at the same time and shit anyway um so the kid just goes fucking nuts and he and he kills his parents and then he starts eating all the candy that's on the floor yep. and uh and he runs out of candy. And he runs out of candy. He's like, well, what else could I do? And so he cuts them open and eats the undigested candy, <laughs> candy from right their, out of their stomachs. stomachs. So gross. So they're telling this kid the story and he's like, fuck this. And so he goes up to lay down in his room and he asks the babysitter. He's like, hey, is that a true story? And she's like, no, it's not a true story. Don't worry about it. So she goes downstairs. Well, just to be on the safe side, he puts a candy bar at his door. Yeah. Did you see it was called a carpenter bar? Yeah, that I did a, see that. That was a good nod. Yep. And so she goes back downstairs to her boyfriend and her boyfriend's like laughing because they fucked with this kid and they proceed to eat all of the kid's candy (laughs) and then they get stomach aches. She goes to the bathroom to get some Pepto-Bismol and he's on the couch like passed out like, oh, I ate too much candy. Well, sure as shit, fucking sweet tooth shows up. Bustin. Reaches his hand down this guy's fucking throat, pulls out his insides. It was pretty cool. The babysitter comes out. She's like, are you okay? And she's like, look, you better go because his parents are going to be home any second. Rolls him over. He's fucking got his guts hanging out of his mouth. Sweet Tooth is like chasing after her. She goes running upstairs to check on the kid. She gets got. Sweet Tooth breaks into the kid's room, picks up the candy bar and leaves. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, young man. Yeah, because it's like it's like Sam from Trick or Treat, right? right. As long as you give him candy. Yeah, okay. follow the rules. Yep. We're, we're all good. Parents come home. And there's the kid, he's standing there, and the babysitter and the babysitter's boyfriend are dead, and he's like, they hit all my candy. (laughs) It's kind of like that freeze frame. Yep. So that was the first story. I like that story. I liked it too. Um, I gave that one like three and a half heads. Nice. Yeah, I didn't read it, but I enjoyed it. Yeah, that was a good one. We lead into the next segment. The next segment is called The Night Billy Raised Hell. This was written by Clint Sears, directed by Darren Lynn Bowsman. Um, This is the one Barry Bostwick is in. He plays Mr. Abaddon. Who's like a neighbor that everybody hates and they always like egg his house. And yeah, because he doesn't put up Halloween decorations. If you knock on his door, he doesn't answer. Like he doesn't give He's out candy. Asshole. He's just, uh, yeah, doesn't even turn his porch light on. Yeah. So there's this little kid. He's dressed in a devil's costume with a little devil's mask on. And he's walking around with his sister and, and her boyfriend. boyfriend. Yeah. There's always a fucking boyfriend. And, yeah, the and they're always a douchebag. The fucking boyfriends. They're always assholes. <laughs> you know, sometimes I watch this shit and I watch like, um, any movie where a, a girl has a boyfriend and I think someday my daughter's going to have a boyfriend and yeah. he's going to be a fucking douchebag. Yeah. Cause we're the worst and I'm going to fucking hate him. <laughs> I'm like, so, maybe he'll be cool. Something to look forward to. I don't know. Maybe he'll be cool. I don't know. Probably not. <laughs> you have she, to kill him. She's going to be a nun. <laughs> I'm going to convert her to Catholicism right now and make her become a nun. Anyway. And they're giving him shit. They're like, Hey, uh, the guy, uh, the boyfriend's like, is your mom going to dress up slutty this year? Because yeah. she was dressed up like in a cat costume or something last yeah. year. Yeah. And you know who dresses up in a cat costume in this movie? Felissa Rose. Oh, yeah. So I don't know if she's supposed to be the, the mom, mom or... <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah. 
he's just being a douchebag. But then he tells the little boy, he's like, you know, this is a rite of passage. Yeah, you got to egg this dude's house. He gives him an egg and he's like, go up there and egg his house. So the kid goes up to the porch. Oh, he goes right up to the door. I would have just got like up to the driveway, wind up and throw it at the. Yeah. This kid doesn't look like he could throw an egg. Throw it 10 feet. Yeah. This kid doesn't look like he could throw an egg two feet. (laughs) But anyway, um, the other thing that they say is they're like, if you don't do it, we're going to call you pee pee pants or some shit like that. You pissed your pants. Yeah. He's like, I didn't do that. So he goes up to the porch and he's about, or the door and he's about ready to do it. And all of a sudden, Mr. Abaddon comes out and uh, this is Barry Boswick, but he's got some weird makeup on. Yeah, he's kind of devilish. He's got yeah. like a suit and a, like a top hat or a something. Hat on, yeah. And he's like, what the fuck are you doing here? And uh, Get your ass in here. Yep. <laughs> he pulls the pulls kid him inside. In and uh, he's like, I'm going to teach you how to prank. Yeah, you call that a prank? Yeah. I'm going to mm-hmm. teach you what pranking's all about. And so... <laughs> and I like he's like, hey, is your mom dressing up this year? <laughs> I like that. That's funny. So he goes out and he's got the little kid with the devil costume on and they start going from house to house. And they start off by like TPing or egging or whatever. And it gradually gets more and more intense to the point where they're like armed Hold, robbery. Holding up liquor stores and stuff and they like steal running Ad- people over with cars. They steal Adrian Curry's car. Do you know who Adrian Curry <laughs> no. is? She was on like, I think uh, America's Next Top Model or something. Oh, is that she, the one he gets her autograph? Yeah. She was married to uh, Peter Brady. Oh, really? For a little while. Huh. Um, Christopher Knight. Yeah. Huh. They met on like the surreal light or one the of surreal house. One of those shows. One yeah. of those shows where they get celebrities, you put them in a house together. Yeah. They met on there and, uh, they were married for a while, but anyway, yeah, I think she was on America's next top model. Hmm. Anyway, it doesn't matter, but I guess back in 2015, she was popular, more <laughs> popular than she is now. Obviously you don't know who she is, no. but, um, they steal her car. Yeah. They hit people. Armed robbery, murder, graffiti, yeah, yeah, just everything. Finally, they go back home and they go back into Mr. Abaddon's house. And we find out that the person under the costume wasn't the little kid. It was this little like little demon guy, demon minion. <laughs> also, Mr. Abaddon takes off his hat and he's got horns. Yeah, he's the devil, he's, it, yeah. would, it would seem. Yeah, he's a devil. And the kid's kind of like, well, I thought you were going to teach me about pranking. He's like, I did. He's like, yep. So here's your costume back. And he puts it on the kid and he goes, see you, see you later. later. <laughs> and then uh, he goes outside and the cops are there and they have their guns drawn on him. Yeah. And they think he did all this yeah, stuff. They're like, get on your knees, hands up. And then and he pees his pants. And he pees his pants. <laughs> and they're like, did he just pee his pants? And then it goes to black and then you hear gunshots fire. Yeah, they fucking killed him. <laughs> killed that kid dead. Pants? Yeah. They're like, he peed his pants. Kill, Kill him. him. Um, there's ammonia in his urine (laughs) i thought that one was pretty good i liked it it was fun yeah two for two yeah uh the next one is called trick this was written by greg commons directed by adam girash 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 gotta get that looked at (laughs) garash okay that's better well i'll I'll put the emphasis on a different syllable (laughs) um girash girash yeah. Um, anyway, this one, this one's, I, my note here says fucked up. This this one's fucked it up. It's pretty fucked up. So you got uh, these, this two couples and yep. they're just lounging around on Halloween night. They're just kind of hanging out. Yep. Smoking, drinking. Yep. Just watching Watching TV. Night of the Living Dead. Mm-hmm. They always show Night of the Living I'd say, Dead. That's a recurring theme throughout a lot of these stories is they're watching yeah. Night of the Living Dead. And through a lot of horror movies. Yeah. Because Night of the it's Living free. Dead is free. Yeah. Anybody Public can, domain. <laughs> yep. 
But I liked that it kind of stitched all the stories together so that way you feel like, yeah, this is all happening on the same same night. night. At the same time. So they're all watching Night of the Living Dead. Trick-or-treaters come. And, you know, they're just being... Like, you don't know much about these this these couples they're just kind of they seem lounging. nice enough yeah. yeah and they're passing out candy and commenting on kids costumes and, and they're stuff. like oh there's a lot of pirates this year and the one guy's like well maybe they all only have one eye <laughs> and they're like whatever you're an idiot well one guy goes there's a trick-or-treater and he answers the door and it's this girl and she's dressed up as a witch and she just kind of stands there looking at him yeah and he's like trick-or-treat yep and she doesn't say anything and he's like what the fuck all of a sudden she whips out a fucking knife and she stabs him multiple yeah, times. Yeah, trick. In gut. Yep. And she runs away. Yeah. When that happens, like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. So they're, the couples are just freaking out. Yeah, they're like, we got to get him to a hospital. Like, Yeah, we got to call the police. And she's like, fuck you. Are you insane? I'm going to go get the car. So she goes out to get her car. The one gal. This is a Tiffany Shepis character. Yeah, she runs out to the mm-hmm. SUV and she's going to pull it around. But yep. She gets got they slice, they slice her, her Achilles oh, oh, from underneath the car with a knife. Brutal. Yeah, that's gotta that's gotta hurt. Yeah, they kill her and they stab her a bunch of times. And yeah, her, yeah, she ends up walking and falling into the, into pool. the pool. Yep. The other the other two are back in the house. Um, they take the stoner guy and they like burn his face with like a can of Raid and a lighter. Yeah, and then they pour rat rat poison, poison into his mouth and duct tape his mouth shut. Yeah, that was pretty messed up. Yep. While that's happening, the the last remaining girl, she runs to like the the pool house outside. Yeah, she's hiding, and she's hiding out there, and she's getting ready to dial nine one one, and then she stops. Yeah, and I thought about you at first. I was like, because I remember when we were one of her idle hands. Yes, you were like nine one, and she does that, and I was like, come on, and then she stops. I was like, what is she doing? Yep. And she starts going through her phone, her phone, and deleting pictures. Yeah, and we're like, why? Oh, it was amazing. Yep. So, so she's deleting pictures, and the pictures are of her and her friends torturing, torturing these kids, kids and taking their eyeballs out. And yep, it's so and, gross. And taking their teeth out. Yeah, it's doing all sorts of disgusting stuff. Fucking to, killing, to little kids. torturing and killing little kids. Yeah, and taking pictures of it. So gross. So when you watch that segment, that conversation that they had earlier, the, it, yeah, it makes earlier, sense now. It makes sense. Like he's showing her what's on the phone, and she's like, "Whatever," and it's just like a picture that he had taken mm-hmm. and then the the comment the pirate about, comment oh maybe they all only have one eye mm-hmm. anyway so lights come on and there's a little girl on this like doctor's table it's like all white sterile this yeah room. it's very dexter yep and uh the kids come in and they untie the girl and she stands up and she's only she's got only one, one eye. eye yeah she just had her eye ripped out and they hand the girl a knife or an axe actually and uh she says happy halloween you fucking sicko yep and she axes her right in the face yep yep i like that one too that is my favorite segment yeah it might be mine too i i really like that one yeah because i gave that one four and a half heads nice that one i mean it was gross and it's sick but i really liked it the how the kids got the revenge the comeuppance yeah. yeah it was very good and they all fucking got it good yeah they did fuck them kids. fuck <laughs> them those couples mm-hmm uh, the next one's called The Week in the Wild. Or The Week in the Wicked? Is it The Week in the Wicked? I don't know. Oh, maybe it is. I I'm sorry. I, I might have... I was typing this stuff out and I was tired. Yeah, so It's called one of those. <laughs> it's one The Week two. in the Somethings. Yes. Um, is written by Molly Millions. Directed by... That's a name. Uh, directed by Paul Solette. Um, this is one that happens like in a back alley in like a tough side of the town. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a kid, and he's just kind of hanging out, and he gets attacked by these like punk kids, this gang. 
that runs the streets, I guess. I guess so. Yeah. And they're going to, the one girl is the head of the gang and she's going to burn him. But they get stopped by this kid who's dressed up like a minotaur. Yeah. He's got like a weird helmet kind of thing on. With and, horns. Yeah. And he's like, I'm going to get you. And they fucking chase him down. Well, we find out that this kid, when he was a little kid... And he shows him a picture at first, too. He's like, it'll come for those who like prey on the weak. And it's like a demon-looking demon, yeah. thing. And uh, we find out that in a flashback that this kid, when he was a little kid, his trailer got burnt down. And While his parents, his parents were in there. Yeah, and they were burned it. alive. And that these three were the ones that did it yep. when they were younger. Yep. So they've been shits their whole lives. Little assholes. <laughs> And so he's going to get his revenge. Well, I guess he's prayed to this demon. Yeah, and he carved something in his forehead. We never really get a great look at it, but I guess that summons the demon. Yeah. Because they're, they're about to set him on fire. Like, they like they pour vodka or something all over him, and they're going to light him up. Yep. Yeah, and then this demon fucking comes and proceeds to kill all of them. That's that episode. Yeah, and blood I, splashes on his face. I didn't really like this one. This one was okay. Was, Did you recognize the, the main kid? When he was little? The when he was older. Oh, when he was older? No. He was the guy from It Follows. Oh, because when he was little, he was one of the kids from It. Oh, was he? I, I, think. I didn't even notice that. I think. But yeah, he was the kid from It Follows, the one that's like, uh, in the end of the movie where it's just the two of them walking together. It oh, that guy. Like the, the nerdy ish guy. The, that main. Has, the main guy that has a crush on her. Yeah. Yeah, that guy. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. cool. That one was okay. Eh, it was probably like my least, it's probably the, not my least favorite one, but it was probably, it's not one of the best ones. No. Uh, the next one's Grim Grinning Ghost. I like the title. I did too. Come uh, on to socialize. <laughs> I've heard that song so many fucking times because it's my Halloween decorations this year. Oh, uh, yeah. Are Haunted Mansion. Haunted Mansion themed. Uh, and I have that song playing outside. Oh, God. It's such a good song. It is a great song. I have the whole ride soundtrack playing. <laughs> so awesome. you hear everything from like, do not pull down on, on the-, the safety bar, please. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I will lower it for you. Yep. That's awesome. So I have the whole thing playing, but that Grim Grinning Ghost song. Uh, I love the song, but I've heard it so many fucking times. <laughs> um, this was written and directed by Axel Carolin. Carolin. Axel Carolin. Um, this is a, a story. This is the one that Lynn Shea is in and Barbara Crampton and Stuart Gordon and Mick Garris is in this also. Uh, they're telling a story about this wi- uh, ghost. Yeah, that, of like a girl who was disfigured and people made fun of her. And and like she'll follow you behind her. you and if you turn around. She'll, take, she'll take your eyes. Yeah, and so don't turn around. Don't turn around. <laughs> oh, I feel a medley coming. <laughs> <laughs> I won't put everybody through that no. again. But uh, <laughs> but don't turn around. Yeah. So the daughter's at this party, and uh, yeah. So she so she walks home. Yeah. She's well. She gets in her car. She drives. Uh, starts driving. The car dies, mm. and uh, she pops the hood to try to figure fix it. And then when she shuts the hood, she shuts it on her cell phone. So her phone's busted. So she's got. Yeah. She's got to walk. The rest of the way home. And she feels like someone's following her. Like a presence. And we can see a shadowy figure. But she never turns around. No, she does not. Until she she gets up to her door. Yeah. And then she turns around and nothing happens. Yeah, no. And then she goes into her house and there's a noise and she turns and it's a dog. Yeah. And then we even get the, the medicine cabinet. Oh, yeah. I thought for sure you get the medicine cabinet jump scare where the, the mirror moves and then moves back. But, yeah, still nothing. You're like, still oh, nothing. Okay. It's like, when's it going to happen? Then she's on her couch and her dog like runs away. Yeah. And, she's watching uh, Night of the Living Dead. Yeah. And uh, she's like, hey, Fluffy, where, where, where are you, are you going? going? And as she leans back, 
we get the reveal. Boom. Yeah, the ghost is right there sitting next to her on the couch. Black. Yep. And then it goes to black. That was a cool one. Yeah, it was all right. I, it wasn't one of my favorites. It was a short one. It was really short. And it very short and simple. Yep. And it gave you the Yep. The reveal at the end. And it's like, what the fuck? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and I like how they didn't I like how they set up all the scares and didn't uh, deliver. Yeah, it wasn't just a bunch of jump scares. Yep, it was yeah. set up, set up, no payoff. Set up, set up, no payoff. And I, I like that because it, it, it builds the tension. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, the next one is called Ding Dong. That should have had Felicia Rose in <laughs> ding it. Ding Dong. <laughs> <laughs> it's my Ding Dong. It's my dog. <laughs> you uh, like Ding Dongs? <laughs> ding Dongs, ho hos. Uh-huh. We were talking about those. We were talking about ago. those the other day. Uh, Snowballs. Oh. Snowballs are good. <laughs> Written and directed by Lucky McKee. This is like, this stars that chick from... Uh, yeah, Pollyanna McIntosh, yeah. Who we met at a show a couple years ago. You met her. I actually was in line for someone else. Ah, she was really nice. She tall. Yeah, she's tall. She's got a cool accent. She uh, She's all depressed because she wants to get pregnant. Yeah, and it starts with a flashback. So last, it starts with like, this is last Halloween. Halloween. And her husband's trying to cheer her up, and they got a little dog, and he dresses it up like Gretel from Hansel and Gretel. And he's like, look, our dog is all dressed up in costume. And she's like, that doesn't change the fact that we don't have children. She wants a kid, and there's trick-or-treaters coming, and uh, he's trying to cheer her up. And then she, like, fucking... She turns into, like, a demon or something. With multiple arms. Yeah, she, like, (laughs) slashes his face. Yeah. Yeah. And then it cuts to next year. Now he's dressed up like Hansel. (laughs) <laughs> yeah and she's dressed up as the witch and i guess the dog is gretel i don't know i, I don't, you don't know. see the dog again but um and they have this whole little setup that they do every time someone comes to the door and yeah it, it's kind of a hansel and gretel kind of thing yeah and it requires her to like adjust her boobs a bunch and like pull out a, a braid from her mouth and they have this whole little skit that they do yeah and they got lines and everything yeah but She's also like looking at all the kids, like mm-hmm. seeing if there's one that she can. And she's like, real excited. Yeah, lure in. Yeah, she's like, yeah, I don't know. Something weird. seems off. And uh, I like in this scene too. We also get a throwback to the trick segment. Uh, some of the trick or treaters are the same kids. I thought yeah. that was cool. Yeah. And um, like one kid is there, and he's lost. And she's like, "Oh, do you want to come in?" He doesn't have his parent with her. And the husband's like, "I can't let her do this." Like he's like really like freaking out. Yeah, and he sees the mom of this kid like. And that's Felissa Rose, right? Was that the segment? Uh, I don't know. It could have been. Can't remember. And he yells down to her, "Hey, is this your kid?" And then she comes up, and of course, Paulina or is it Paulina? Pollyanna. Pollyanna. Macintosh is like, "Fuck you." Yeah, you asshole. Yep. And they go back in the house, and she starts crying again, and she's like, "Oh." have kids and he's like you know what we're not gonna have kids because i got the, I got the old snip snip <laughs> yeah you know and and how she wouldn't know that he got it done because i've had it done <laughs> you're uh, incapacitated for that, a bit not that long ago and i mean it's not like it hurts hurts yeah it's definitely uncomfortable yeah i'm though. sure she was yeah i think she'd be like you know you were walking gingerly what's going on there and the other thing too you is ride like, a horse recently why are you walking like that <laughs> the other thing too is like uh you can't have sex right away <laughs> so i mean maybe they're just not having sex yeah, for a while a dry but spell. yeah you gotta this like kind of it has to you gotta heal you have to heal <laughs> <laughs> um 
My wife says to me all the time, she goes, you're still healing. We're not. (laughs) (laughs) Not tonight. I'm like, it was like six months ago. You need your rest. Actually, it's three. (laughs) Not that anybody who's listening wants to know what happened with my balls, but. But that's what happened. That's what happened with my balls. (laughs) Got the old snipper Rooney. Yeah. Anyway, she goes crazy uh, when he says that. <laughs> You're like, oh, good. Yeah, great. I'm glad to hear your By the way, I right. named my testicles Hansel and Gretel. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, never mind. Let's <laughs> see. I was going to say. Put your head in the oven. <laughs> and I shove them in my wife's, I my wife's <laughs> vagina <laughs> as an oven. It's the oven. <laughs> but uh, why would I shove my balls put your in? balls in there? You're into some kinky it's ass shit. <laughs> <laughs> you just put your balls in. <laughs> Leave my dick out. Yeah. <laughs> just one at a time. I'm like, oh god, it's so good. It's good. I'm like, oh. or actually, I'm like, why do people like sex? Like, it's really like this isn't very pleasurable. <laughs> oh, oh Jesus. Fuck. Anyway, so then she shoves him in an oven. Yeah, and then she melts. melts, and then she melts for some reason. This was a. I didn't like this one. I it was okay. I just did. I I didn't like the ending. Yeah, I liked when she turned into the demon. Yeah, that was cool. But this is one of the ones. Yeah, it was all right. Uh, next one is this means war. This was uh, written and directed by Andrew Cash and John Skip. Uh, I like this one. This one is about like a guy in the neighborhood who. Um, he goes all out. Like, goes, every year, he's got a little graveyard. But he always does the same thing. Always the same thing. And it's very tasteful. And it's very, like, non-threatening. And it's, like... Uh, it's got, Like, my Halloween decorations are very, like, Haunted Mansion Disney-like. Mm-hmm. Uh, his are very, like, oh... A little like, more whimsical. Happy, whimsical. Yeah. There you go. But across the street is uh, fucking the bunny from fucking uh, uh, Donnie Darko. Oh, is that who that guy was? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but he... Uh, He's got like a whole heavy metal kind of theme and everything's and very hires, gruesome. He hires people to come over and yeah. like decorate. There's blood everywhere. Yeah. And yeah, it's all like fucking metal. Yeah. It's like, metal. <laughs> and he's even looking at the guy as he's like putting up the decorations like, fuck you. Yeah. And they're kind of giving each other the, the stink eye. So Halloween night happens and the guy has his, the punk rocker metal guy has his music up and this guy's trying to be his whimsical self, but... This guy's the guy across the street. The metal guy is drawing viewers away from his display. Mm-hmm. So he's like had enough, and he goes over there. He's like, "You got to turn your music down." Well, they proceed to fight. Yeah, people start taking bets on yeah. who's going to win the fight. It's it, just like a brawl. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Yeah. The fight goes on for a while too. Yep, until like they accidentally kill themselves. Yeah, they both get <laughs> shish kebabed like on a piece of broken wood or something. Yep. And that's the end. Uh, yeah, dude, my notes on this one, I just wrote simple but fun. I thought this one was a blast. This one was... Uh, it's one of my favorites. One of my favorites also. Um, it was uh, it was just really good. And like it felt like you could relate to it. I think I told you when I was putting, my Hall- uh, putting up my Halloween decorations, um, my neighbors across the street are you know, kind of mm-hmm. catty corner or whatever to us. They were putting theirs up at the same time. And it wasn't like, I'm going to kill you or anything, but yeah. like, you, you're kind of scoping each other out. Like, oh, yeah. okay, what do you got? Okay. Well, sizing up the competition. So we do a competition in our neighborhood 
our homeowners association has like this competition and uh, we weren't entered last year. Like I, you got to enter yourself, but everybody was coming up and they were like, you guys would win. You guys would win. So this year my wife was like, we're going to enter. And I was like, all right, whatever. I, I don't do it to win a competition. I just do it cause it's fun. And uh, so I was putting it up. Well, as I'm putting my stuff up and I would do like a little bit each day yeah. and I would change stuff and add stuff and add the projector and all this other kind of shit. I could see other houses like adding stuff also that's awesome and so it was like up in the ante yeah i i mean it's not to me like what my daughter's like we're gonna win and i'm like it's not about that i don't really care but part of me is kind of like i really hope yeah absolutely (laughs) i I tried to vote for you but it it wouldn't let me because i'm in a different zip code apparently it recognized that we're not neighbors (laughs) oh geez sorry you should put my zip code in i know i'll have to (laughs) (laughs) re-register it's all right you're gonna win. I, saw, I, 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 I asked video. my wife though. I go, "What do we win?" And, Respect. <laughs> yeah, and she's like, "I don't know." So, eh, whatever. Doesn't matter. But I have seen some of the other decorations, and they're out there. You're like, Psh, whatever. I actually, that's what we should do tonight when it gets dark out. I should take my wife and daughter out, and we should look at all the decorations. Yeah, I'll be putting up uh, very soon, like the rest of my stuff, like all the animatronic stuff. I kind of wait till the last minute to put all that shit oh, out. Oh, so the neighbors are like, hey, ours are better than David's, and then you just yeah. up the Well, empty. I just don't want people stealing that stuff. Do you... And you know, like, you've seen it. Like, I have ones that have fog coming out of them. Like, you know, yeah. some of them are pretty elaborate. I have, um, I have stuff out in my front yard that my wife's like, are you sure you want to leave that out there? I'm like, I don't give a fuck. No one's going to steal it. Yeah. See, I'd be worried about it. Do you it buy new like, ones? Do you buy new decorations? I usually add one or two things like every year. Yeah. This year I didn't add anything for the outside. Uh, what'd you add for the inside? I guess you bought that Beetlejuice thing. Yeah, I got that. Um, what else did I get? Oh, yeah the, yeah, the Beetlejuice sign, the gravestone thing. The Michael Myers. Michael Myers. Yeah, I got a few things inside. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, we, we got a lot more stuff for the inside this year. Um, I got a fog machine that I put outside. Which is kind of cool. I love it, dude. Yeah, the fog machine. Every I love like walk, looking down the street and just seeing like my house just turning the whole street into fog. <laughs> Do you have like a like a, a a fog machine? Yeah, I set up multiple fog machines on Halloween outside. Oh, do you? Yeah, yeah. I there was a year where I had the fog machine. I had one inside the house. Part of my routine is like when the kids would ring the doorbell. When I would open the door, I'd I'd blast fog like out the door at them. Or, like, there was a year I just had the whole house filled with fog, so when I would open the door, it would just billow outside. <laughs> but there was a year somebody rang the doorbell, and I opened it, and it was mom and her kid, and she's like, I think they're smoking marijuana in there. And I was like, no, 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 it's just a fog machine. And she's like, I think they're smoking marijuana. And they just walked away, and I was like, we're not smoking pot in here. Even if we were, who cares? <laughs> yeah, who I'm giving you candy. <laughs> I, got the, I got munchies for you. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, I just bought... Like, I didn't buy, like, a really industrial uh, fog machine or anything, but it gives off a good amount. Um, but it's one that you put, like, ice in. Oh, so it lays so low? lays yeah, low. Yeah, the ground fog? Yeah. Yeah, those are cool. But I've been reading about different things that you can do to... I built a chiller. Chill I oh, built a chiller you? for one of my fog machines. Yeah, does it work well? Uh, no. It didn't work. I don't even have it anymore, but oh. I had one. It wouldn't, I mean, it's Arizona. It's hard to keep it yeah. cold enough to, yeah. to get it to stick. Like it would crawl a little bit and then. Yeah, it does. It crawls. But then like a wind will come yeah, along exactly. and it all just goes up. But it just adds a little bit of ambiance to yeah, it. Yeah, it's cool. And with the blue lights and everything. Yeah, it looks it all looks good. ominous. So, all right. So that was This Means War. That was a good one. Uh, the next one, we got three more left. So thanks for staying with us, guys. <laughs> uh, Friday the 31st. 
This was written by Mike Mendez and Dave Parker and directed by Mike Mendez. Also, Dave Parker, he also uh, wrote and directed Sweet Tooth. Oh, cool. Uh, Friday the 31st. So it's a play on Friday the 13th. And it has a Jason <laughs> Voorhees type character who's chasing down this this girl. It's like a sexy Dorothy. Yep. And he chases her to the shack and proceeds to kill her. Yeah. And then he like throws a spear at her. That was pretty cool. Yeah. And then he's like he's like celebrating his kill. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then an alien comes. <laughs> yeah. Like a kind and of a little like, tiny like a shitty kind of stop motion looking little guy. Yep. And he comes and he's like trick and treat. And and Jason's like, what the fuck? whatever, he steps on it. Yeah. But then uh, the alien ends up crawling inside the body, the body of, of the, the dead b- Dorothy chick. Yep. Yeah. And chases after the Jason. So now we get the same way that it started. We get. Yeah. Now the hunter is the hunted. Yep. And, um, and then the alien Dorothy kills the Jason character by chopping its head off. It reminded me a lot of uh, the Adams family when the kids are performing the school talent show or the play or whatever. Remember, they're like hacking each other's limbs off and there's mm-hmm. blood squirting everywhere. It was very much like that. Like they were yeah. cutting each other's yeah. arms and legs yeah, they off. Start just <laughs> blood's just squirting everywhere. Yep. And uh, then the alien uh, wins, and uh, he exits comes, her body. Exits and her body, grabs his head, and like beams back goes up. Goes back to the spaceship. Yeah, and flies away. That one was okay. I loved it. I <laughs> thought it was. I gave it. Uh, I gave that one four heads. It was funny. I loved it. I thought it was. I thought it was funny. I thought it was uh, a good juxtaposition of, like I said, the hunter becomes the hunted, and it was just weird. It was definitely probably the weirdest one of all of them. It yeah. was funny though. Yeah, yeah, I liked it. And you know me, Friday Thirteenth. I love <laughs> all, all that stuff. Um, the ransom of Rusty Rex is the next one. Uh, this one was written directed by Ryan. Uh, Shifrin. Shifrin? Yeah, sure. Uh, this has uh, John Landis in it. Yeah, he's the dad, right? Yes. Yes-ish. <laughs> so there's this rich guy, John Landis, who is sending his kid out to go trick-or-treat. And there's like these two like, bad guys. Yeah, two thugs that want to kidnap him. And hold him and ransom. And hold him for ransom, yeah. So uh, they end up hunting down the kid, kidnapping him. They call up Landis and they're like, we have your kid. Five million bucks. And he's like, fuck you. Click. He just hangs up and they call back like, hey, uh, we have your kid. Uh, he's, like, he's your problem now. Yeah. Click. Like you done fucked up. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah. And he says, yeah, you fucked up. Uh, you don't know what you got yourself into. <laughs> well, come to find out the kid isn't really his kid. It's this like, it looks like the demon from the, it does from the other the the, night, the, Billy raised hell. Yeah. Episode. It's like a little demon kid. Yeah. And he's like this little, like, <laughs> and, uh, what they quickly find out is that they can't shake him. Like wherever they go, whatever yeah. they do to him, they try to like, they, kill they him. put him in a bag and they like try to drown him in a swamp and he comes back. Yep. Yeah. They, yeah, they do all this shit and they're like, we're just going to, they, they drop him off somewhere and they drive away and they're just like, we're going to keep driving. He just keeps, he keeps and, coming back. Yep. He keeps coming back. And uh, John Landis tells him as much on the phone. They're like, how do we get rid of him? And he's like, I don't know. He showed up five years ago and wouldn't yeah, leave. I've been stuck with him for five years. Your problem now. <laughs> yep. 
So that was kind of a cute up. It ends and with... And they put him in a sack and they burn it. <laughs> I think uh, one of the uh, thugs even like, man, fuck kidnapping, bro. <laughs> it sucks. Yeah. Um, it ends when uh, they stop for gas. And... <laughs> the stuff, yeah, convenience store. Get some big gulps. <laughs> big gulps, huh? See you later. Nope. <laughs> See you uh, later. Uh, they stop at a convenience store and one of the thugs comes back and he's like, oh, here's your burger. And he turns around and uh, the demon has uh, is sitting there and he has eaten part of his partner <laughs> yep and the partner's dead and so he's just like uh uh-huh. oh, shit uh he also uh, john landis also tells him that he's got to keep feeding him yeah he gets hungry yep so that was that one i thought that was cute yeah i liked it, wasn't it. That bad. yeah and then the last one is called bad seed and that was written and directed by neil marshall this one probably was the weirdest one in my I, opinion this one was really weird it's, it's like probably I, the longest one too yeah. One of the longer ones. A guy cuts or carves a pumpkin. Then the A very fake looking jack-o'-lantern. Like when he's done, it's like, that is oh, yeah. clearly made of plastic. Yep. And then it comes to life and eats him. Bites his head oh, off. Bites yeah. his head off. And then there's a detective. And it kind of scurries away like uh, like the thing, like uh, yeah. with the head. Uh, when it grows yeah. legs like when a little grows, spider. Yep. Yeah. And uh, the detective gets called. The, then there's that fucking they got a sketch artist <laughs> just draws a picture of a jack-o'-lantern in crayon yeah who's the guy that did it <laughs> let's it's get so on the case stupid <laughs> and then this jack-o'-lantern's going around killing people and they, they it eats a kid that yeah. was pretty cool yeah that was pretty gnarly um and the detective ends up killing shooting it with like a shotgun or whatever and she finds a label on it that says it was grown at this like corporation that Joe Dante apparently runs <laughs> uh, and they go to this corporation and there's a field of these pumpkins and it's yeah. like, oh. and it's called the Clover Corporation, which I thought maybe that was a nod to Halloween three. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it. That was the last one. Yeah. There's a whole bunch of pumpkins. So yeah, we're going yeah, yeah. to have a, we're going to have a big problem on our hands. Yep. Killer pumpkins. Yeah. I guess as long as you don't carve them, maybe. Yeah. Maybe just leave them as pumpkins. <laughs> they maybe, can't eat you. They don't pie. have mouths. <laughs> Oh, pumpkin pie. I made pumpkin pie one time from scratch. Oh, it was delicious. It was I delicious. I love pumpkin pie. Yeah, and it wasn't hard. No? You just got to like cut a pumpkin in half. I mean, there's more to it than this, but then you bake it. Yeah. And then you just scoop out all that all that good stuff from the inside. Make it into like a puree. Yep. Hmm. Add some cream and some spices and shit. Yeah. It sounds delicious. It's like, who came up with that, though? Who was like, hey, let's take this and make a pie out of it? It's like, Dude, were they just making pies out of everything? I always wonder, how, how does anything ever get made? Like, who came up with pie? Or, like, beer? Because it's got to ferment? Well, yeah, yeah. like someone, It was like, so, someone, someone thought left all that some up. shit. Yeah. And then they were like, hey, you drink it. No, you drink it. And then they drink it, and they're like, oh, my God. Like, I, we'll feel, get Billy I feel amazing. <laughs> yeah, and Billy's like, you guys will never like this. <laughs> the other thing is uh, Tabasco sauce. Because on Tabasco sauce, it's like fermented for like 30 years is what it says. And I'm yeah. like, so did someone just have some someone shit was very in a patient. Yeah, I don't know. And they were just like, in 30 years, I'm going to eat this. Yeah. In 30 years, I'm going to find out if I'm right or wrong. <laughs> or they just left it there. And then they were like, hmm, that's been here for a while. Not bad. This, yeah. <laughs> this, might, sound, this might taste good with fish. <laughs> or, yeah, or eggs. Yeah, put this in my eggs. I like Tabasco sauce. That's yeah, all right. I like Tabasco sauce. That's all right. Did you like Bad Seed? Bad Seed, I gave two heads to. Okay. It was all right. Average of all of these three heads. That's awesome. So did you give the movie a three? Yeah, that's what I meant. Average. I did not average all of them, but... You gave it a three? Three. <laughs> Look at yeah, that. I liked this movie a lot more than I thought I would. So did I. Um, I, I was, yeah, I was not expecting much. I, I liked... I, 
I was just talking to my sister-in-law actually about, um, she had texted me about some movie and asked me if we were going to ever watch it. But I, I wrote her back and I said, uh, something about a movie being short. And she was like, well, time doesn't really matter. You know, we're in quarantine. It's not like we have stuff to do. <laughs> and I was like, true. But the more movies I watch, the more I appreciate shorter movies <laughs> because I'm like, okay. I do get excited. And it's like when I'll queue one up for a movie we're going to review and I see it's an hour and 25 minutes. I'm like, sweet. Yes. Or yeah, you see two hours. And you're like, nah, <sighs> All right. So that's kind of why I appreciate this anthology is because all of these stories, even the long ones weren't that long. Um, this was probably about 90 minutes in total. So you got 10 stories yeah, that averages pretty, to pretty be quick. nine minutes per story. Yeah. And they, some of them weren't that long. Some of them were a little bit longer. So, um, I appreciate some, I appreciate the, when you can tell a story in a quick amount of time and mm -hmm. it's entertaining. Yep. On that note. All right. So we both gave it three heads. I mean, we yeah. talked about all the segments, so yeah, we don't have to yeah, talk yeah. about it anymore. <laughs> it was good on that note. Um, the, we watched a couple of short films. Oh yeah. Online. Um, one of them was never hike in the snow. Now we, as the swearwolves and in our very actually, first episode, actually, yes, we talked about never hike alone. Mm -hmm. Never hike in the snow is, uh, the, the latest one from Womp Stomp films. It was actually a prequel to never hike alone. Uh, never hike alone. I really like, I think everybody should go check it out. It's on YouTube. It's awesome. We've reviewed it before. Uh, like David said in our first episode, we then, um, what had happened was, is David went to go donate to the, what was it? Indiegogo, Indiegogo, I think for the Womp Stomp films, never hike in the snow. And he was going to do it as the swearwolves and you did it as yourself accidentally. So then yes. you're like, Oh, I'm going to do it as the swearwolves too. <laughs> so you did it as the swearwolves. And then I was like, well, I'll just fucking give you the money for the swearwolves one. So I can get the pin. Yeah. Uh, and whatever. And so David's name appears in the credits, the special thanks to, and so does the swearwolves. So we both kind of donated to this film. So, um, but this movie just came out. It's a, what is it? 30 minutes long. Yeah. It's not that long. It's not even that long. Cause I mean, it, there's a lot of credits cause there's a lot of special yeah, thanks. That's so. true. But the movie itself is probably 25 minutes. Yeah. So we just both watched that it just came out. You can check it out again on YouTube under yep, Womstop films. It's free. Uh, they don't make really any money off of this because they can't. They don't own the rights. They're just doing a fan film. But uh, I wanted to talk about this, and I wanted to get your reaction on it, David. So uh, Yeah, and we're not going to give it like a formal like rating, rating, rating or anything like no. that. I liked it. Um, I need to watch it again. So I only watched it one time. Yeah. Uh, I really liked the way it looked. Jason in the snow just looks awesome. Yes. Um, most of the movie takes place at night. So there's lots of cool lighting with like the police lights and there's lots of reds and blues. Mm -hmm. Like I thought the lighting was really cool. Overall, I thought this movie looked better than Never Hike Alone from a production perspective. I thought it just looked like yeah. what you would expect, like a progression. Like, okay, the same people they've learned mm -hmm. and now here's the next step. Yeah. The cinematography and the and the photography of yeah. the movie was was better. I like we got more Tom Matthews in this one. Uh, he's got a spoiler, a very brief cameo in the other one, but in yeah. Never Hike in the Snow, he's got a, a bigger part. We also get a flash, and he plays Tommy Jarvis. And we also get the cop from uh, Friday Thirteenth Part Six, the guy with the laser pointer, the mm -hmm. yabang guy. Mm -hmm. I thought that was cool that he was back. 
Um, this one is more emotional. Like there, you get like the kid, the main guy who's missing, you meet his mother and like there's sadness cause he's missing and they don't know what's going on. Um, so I liked all of that stuff. What I wish one, I wish there was more Jason in the snow. There just wasn't much of it. There's only one or two scenes really of him in the snow. There's actually not a whole lot of Jason in this one. Um, compared to the other one compared to never hike alone. There's not as much Jason, like chasing somebody yeah and that kill, yeah. that i think is 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 what you're saying because i think there's a little bit more of jason in his like, lair and yes. like he's got we he's see got, the mom's and he's head got the camera yeah the there's more of that stuff so. there's more visually of jason i think in this but go ahead yeah um but overall i really liked it and and i'm curious to see because i know they're gonna do i think the plan is to do oh is it three more okay cool I, I knew of two more so i think once it's all finished stitching it all together I'm very curious to see what that would feel like, like watching it as one continuous movie. So I was a little bit let down just in the, I, I just wish there had been more, but yes. what was there I really liked. So if I was, if I was going to rate it, which I'm not, <laughs> I would give it a good rating. I would still recommend it. Yes, I would definitely recommend it. However, Never Hike Alone was such a good fan film that I just was so surprised by. Yeah, had didn't hear of it, didn't know anything. I accidentally stumbled across it one time, and I love it. I own it on Blu-ray. Same. I and the bar was set very high. We've met the Womp Stomp people uh, last year in Las yeah. Vegas. Very nice, and uh, just really dug it. It's not that I don't like this one. All right, it's that this one was shorter. Mm-hmm. I think. The first one was probably 40 minutes long. 40, 45 minutes, I think. Yeah. Um, this one was shorter. And I don't think... Here's my problem with this one. I don't think there was a real, like, concise story. Yeah. It opened up... I And I do love... Jason with the bow and arrow. I'm kind of like, mm, I, I guess... I kind of felt the same way. I was like, oh, all right. I guess maybe he's a hunter, right? Yeah. He's hunted before. I thought it was kind of cool. He wasn't that good of a shot unless he wanted just to hit the guy in the knee. But... <laughs> um, I did like the kill. The kill was really good, um, and the kill of the sh- of the deputy uh, was like fucking where he blows his head off. Yeah, it was pretty. It was awesome. like what the fuck. <laughs> um, it was, yeah, that was dark. Cool. I, I did like I did like how we saw the lair. It, it does flash back to when Jason was young. We kind of got that young Jason, like he takes his mask off mm. and he's flat. He's like imagining his mom. There's also a music video. Did you watch a music video? No. That they made. Uh, we'll have to watch that after we're done recording. Um, but it 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 tells like even. Oh, did the video come out a while ago? Mm-hmm. I have seen it because okay. from the music right from the movie. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I saw it a while ago. It, it has different scenes in it, and it's got it's it's part of the story also, hmm. and it shows him killing people and then just going back to the lair and sitting there. And then going to kill somebody. So it's like he's just he's just waiting there. It's to like kill a job. Them. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like trapped. And his name is Ghost Jason, right? So it's like he's just trapped there. Mm. And uh, so it, that's kind of cool. I kind of get where they're going. But again, like you, I wanted more. And I wanted more of a story. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like Never Hike Alone gave us a complete story. There's this guy. He's out there. He's hiking. He comes right. across Camp Crystal Lake. All that good shit. Uh, also, to your point, I like the idea of Jason in the Snow, and I know that um, the director of Part Six, um, Tom McLaughlin, was that it? Yes, that's, thank yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> he had an idea to do a snow one, a snow Jason movie, 
and uh, I think John Carl Beekler got part seven. Yeah. But Tom McLaughlin's idea was Jason in the Snow. He also had Jason meets Cheech and Chong. <laughs> that was another idea. Interesting. Just a <laughs> and, man of and, ideas. And Tom McLaughlin's idea might come to fruition someday. Like, um, as soon as this whole debacle with Friday the 13th gets straightened out in the courts, they might go back to him. I think um, that'd be really cool. And, and I think it would be cool bring to bring Tom Matthews back. I think it would be cool to bring a couple of the people that have done uh, some movies in the yeah. past uh, back to direct some and kind of go back to the first six movies. Like, that's that style. would be really cool because after six, it kind of went off the, the rails a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Um, and definitely after eight, it went off the rails, but I think bringing it back to what we had in the eighties mm-hmm. was, was, uh, is where they should go. So, you know, that's my take on that. So I'm not going to rate it either. Um, but I will say just go, uh, watch it and, and support them, uh, in their next endeavor. And they're really good about giving like mm-hmm. different like trinkets and Updates shit like that. And, yeah. And there's different levels get pins and of Blu-ray. Of yeah. All yeah. sorts of stuff. You can buy a hockey mask. They had all sorts of things yeah. you can get. Did we did we do the Blu-ray one or did we just do the level where we get the pins? I think we did the Blu-ray one. Well, then we should be getting it. No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we watched another one. David uh, sent me last night. It was a Halloween one. What was it called? Oh, gosh. It was um, Happy Halloween, a Halloween Kills fan film. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have it pulled up right now. Yeah. But yeah, I was just kind of sitting on the couch last night uh, playing around on Twitter and I saw it and I was like, oh, I got 13 minutes to kill. I'll watch this. Yeah, it was and only 13 minutes. And I think about halfway through, I texted you and I was like, dude, you should watch this. Maybe we'll talk about it tomorrow. Yeah. So I watched it also. It was okay. Like I was like, I did, I don't have any expectations for, for fan films. Uh, I thought for a fan film, it was pretty good. It was all right. I didn't like the overdubbing. No, that's, I was gonna say, that was, was really my biggest, bad. yeah, there was some audio, like times where like mid sentence, the audio would jump, like yeah. it'd get loud or like really quiet. Yeah. Yeah. The audio mixing was a little suspect. Visually, this is what I'll say about people making films these days. Like anybody with a fucking iPhone and uh, a, a, a little bit of talent. And as long as you have good lighting and stuff, visually you can make a good film yeah. for cheap. This movie had some cool shots and some cool camera work. Yes. I thought it looked really good. I mean, it's like, uh, you know what I was thinking about? And I don't mean to, to drag this on this conversation on too much longer, but you know how we talk about like, oh, budget for a movie is $3 million and it made $12 million, let's say. And then we're like, well, uh, you know, back in the 80s, if it made, if it went from three to 12, it's like, wow, that's 80s dollars. Mm-hmm. But you know, now $3 million, we're like, well, what can that buy you? $3 million. It can actually buy you a lot. Because think about you don't have to do it on film anymore, so you don't have that mm-hmm. cost. So you're not wasting film when you're doing retakes. Like you can take as many takes as you want. It's yeah, just it's digital, digital space. Yep, and that's it's just time virtually free. <laughs> um, it's just gigabytes or terabytes of information. Time lighting is so much cheaper now. Like LED lights, they don't burn out, so you can yeah, have a lighting. They're kit. brighter. You know, I watch YouTubers and the videos that they're making, and these are just weekly videos that these YouTubers are making, and they're doing some great cinematography. You could get a drone. For like $300, you can get a fucking drone. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you could get ones that are more expensive and better, but you can get some good uh, crane shots just from a drone. Like, you don't have to rent equipment. So, if you had a five-man crew, 
that mm-hmm. all knew what they were doing, you could make some really kick-ass stuff for yeah. not a lot of money. Yeah. The problem is the writing and the acting. And that's where I think a lot of these... Yeah, especially the acting. Um, yes. It's tough. Like, when you're not working with actual actors, it, it shows. Yes. Because even if the writing is really good, if you have someone shitty saying the words, mm-hmm. it's... Yeah. It's not, it's not going to be good. No. So... That's the biggest challenge I think these days is 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 someone who can write a good story and someone who can act a good story and finding a good actor. I mean, good actors are not a dime a dozen. Yeah. Uh, and and good writers. I mean, shit. We see Hollywood films that are fucking bullshit. <laughs> uh, exactly. So, uh, but visually, I think you know, in this YouTube culture that we have now we're going to produce a lot of good filmmakers visually. So people are going to have to start up in their game. Yep. So it's awesome though. Everybody wins. <laughs> <laughs> that's my, that's my two cents. If you have any ideas for short films that you want us to watch and possibly review, go ahead and hit us up. Where can they contact us, David? Uh, you can contact us through uh, Instagram. We were at the swear wolves podcast on Facebook, the slasher app and Twitter. We are the swear wolves. Uh, we have the Swearwolves YouTube channel. We have the Swearwolves.com. Or you can email us directly at swearwolvespodcast at gmail.com. All right. So for the Swearwolves this week, I'm Brett. I'm David. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Bitches. Punk ass bitches. <laughs>